What's up, Nerf Herders? Before we get into this episode, I just quickly wanted to give you an update on what you're about to hear. Unfortunately, we had a small glitch in the hardware for this recording. Super bummer. So I have to use the backup from our call through Zoom. So it's a little lower quality than you might expect. Um, I hate to do that. And I know it's happened recently again. So apologies ahead of time. But um, that's why you do a backup. So we didn't lose the recording altogether. Thank God. Thank the force. So just wanted to let you know that before you dive into the show. And also, I was sick during this episode. Um, feeling better now, but we definitely wanted to get this recorded before the movie dropped. But I had to uh, sniffle through some of the episodes. So apologies ahead of time. Enjoy it. And we're just a few days away from Rise of Skywalker. Cheers. Okay, kids. Let's go. Let's do it, kitties. Do you want to go do it? Saturday night. Tonight on this shit show. Bunch of shit stained idiots. Bong. Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 Penis Face and R2 Dickhead. Hey, that's us. He's talking about us. You're kidding. That's what you have, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Hey, Galaxy. Yeah, we're here. We're, on the, we're doing mics and stuff. Doing mics. Collecting. I plugged thoughts. in and I turned it on. This is the Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Okay, I'm, so I'm I'm sick, so I have a, a an excuse to be monotone and boring. What's your excuse? Uh, I just talk oh. with my nose plugged up. I just don't like Star Wars much anymore since they got rid of all the guys. Well, when I became a director when I was watching episode eight, uh, <laughs> I went to film school. I didn't do anything with it, but I did, so I can analyze films. <laughs> I'm Commander Cody, by the way. Sorry, I cut you off. This is thy Mopar. <laughs> thy Mopar. I belong to thee. <laughs> yeah. Um, not in studio today, but that's okay. No, we're wrapping up uh, wrapping up the year real real quick, like, and we are the week of episode nine. So we are just <clears throat> ham hawking it around and balls deep in the pies and wanting to giblet. Man, oh, it's just Yeah all of it in the face today so we're going to be seeing it thursday night and friday night um oh yeah just on a uh, absolute high of star wars which really sparked off at the beginning of the mandalorian and jedi fallen order yep and they've been revitalizing battlefront a little at a time bit by bit we bits at bits so we are probably going to be theorizing everything on episode nine. Um, I have actually kind of turned off everything um, in the chat when we someone posted, hey, look at this brand new teaser or trailer, and it had a huge spoiler in it. I did not watch it. So, oh, you didn't? Okay, I won't talk about it then. Yeah, so I, I just... I'm trying to go in just absolutely fresh, and it's even hard because just watching sports, shit comes on, and I'm like, uh, I don't want to watch, yeah. but it's already there. <laughs> well, I'd say if it's in a TV spot, it's not really a spoiler. It's just how much info do you want beforehand versus Right, that. right. So, so I watched um, it because I have no self-control, but it, out of all the TV spots, that one is the most unique and maybe the most excited for the movie, so I'm, I'm very fucking amped. I'm really hoping they do uh, quite a bit of 
planet hopping. Uh, and they're kind of alluding to it. I mean, they've shown quite a few uh, planets already. Yeah. Um, have a lot. Yeah, I think they're going to be chasing down. I don't know, like uh, something good. <laughs> Palpatine and the Knights of Ren and everybody. Well, I'm assuming there's going to be something solidifying all of it. Like yeah. the Jedi, the Sith, Palpatine, Vader, everything's going to come to like this like one understanding, this one, I don't know, holocron, something, this one planet, the Force, something's going to lead to a, just a, a, a pinnacle or a something about it. Yeah. Yeah, man. I am um, I'm very fucking hyped. I, I really am. I'm sick today, as you can tell, but I wanted to jump on the mic regardless because I know this is our last episode before uh, the movie. So we need to suffer through and talk about some uh, uh, expectations and whatnot. Um, and there's a couple other things coming out too around the time of the movie that kind of tie in. Big one of those is the new Kylo Ren comic series, which I'm very much looking forward to. That starts this Wednesday, so a day before the premiere. Man. And, yes. and- it's just, I, and I saw, well, I don't want to do any spoilers. <laughs> oh, it's not a spoiler. Well, okay. Um, I, I saw a potential uh, cameo that JJ mentioned in a interview, I, I guess it was, because he was asked something along the lines of who's your favorite Star Wars character or one of, and he said oh, Ahso- yeah. ah- Ahsoka. I think he's uh, fucking with us. I assume he's fucking with us. I I assume that uh what what is her uh species? Togruta. Togruta, yes, thank you. I assume they age somewhat like humans, so it's not like she's cuz she herself ages. You can see her mature through even the Clone Wars series and then Rebels. Um but you never know. They could I guess they could live to be like 150 or some shit, so yeah. Enough. Or even if she's in a holocron or something. I I mean, they could do it so many different ways. Talking to people through the force. Yeah, man. The options are really wide open. And if they're going to tie everything in the entire saga together, I think there's a couple key characters that kind of need looped in. And I don't know if I would put her on the very top of that list, but, you know, she had a big role to play with Anakin's, um, with Anakin's life, and his fall to the dark side. So it's not out of the question. I mean, uh, it's not all the realm of possibility, I should say, but I don't think it's like guaranteed or anything. Yeah, I mean, we we kind of argued, uh, or at, at least asked, like who was the number one person in Anakin's life, and there's some argument for Obi Wan, or some argument for Padme, some argument for, um, uh, well, Ahsoka too, but uh, who's the three? Oh, his mom. So Mom, Padme, Ahsoka, Obi-Wan, those are probably the top four. Um, or maybe Watto. You never know what they happened. Watto! He's the key. He's the key to all this. If he's still alive floating around like a fucking poop fly, I can't... <laughs> no, he's not. He's dead. You think? He's fucking dead. I wonder. I got Wikipedia open. Let me just see if he does. <laughs> I mean, he's not confirmed dead, so I guess His he obituary could... is on Wikipedia. Tombstoned. Boys. So she is kind of a, um, I mean, you see Dooku walk away from the Jedi, but you don't see that on film. So 
it uh, really hit hard when Ahsoka was just like, look, you guys kind of fucked up and it's clear that uh, someone's in your head or your ways are faulty, so peace. Yeah, I'm sick of and, bullshit, guys. Yeah, and I think it, you know, for Anakin being so dedicated to the Jedi, like they were absolutes, uh, for that to happen, it, I think it more so fractured his trust in the Jedi, or well, even in the Jedi code and the Jedi way, like he was just like over it. Yeah. Like, because that was the only way he knew. It was like slavery and Jedi. Like, that's right. all he knows. And obviously, one's better than the other. So, and one is also a form of slavery from a certain point of view. Oh, he went from slavery to slavery. From a certain point of view. No, that's, uh, you know, like he went from physical slavery to mental slavery. Yep. Although he broke out of it and it only took. 20 years of him being an evil, destructive asshole to come around. But, like, really, truly, you split his time. You know, he was a, an actual slave as a kid. Then he was a mental slave to the Jedi Code and, and the light side. And then he was a mental slave and actual slave to Sidious and the dark side. And it was just yeah. like that ah, fucking two-minute glimpse of actual Anakin Skywalker as the powdered donut on, on uh, mm -hmm. in episode six. But... It is just, I know he, uh, Lucas mentioned that it's it, all the movies, at least the six that he made, were about the, the downfall and the tragedy of Darth Vader. It wasn't ever supposed to be about Luke and, and Leia. It was about well, the rise and fall and redemption of Vader. Well, it doesn't, it's not that it's not about them. It's not. What? From my point of view. From a certain point of view, these movies are terrible. No, it's not. I think it's the rise and fall of Darth Vader through the eyes of certain people. Yeah, and, and I know he mentioned a lot that, the, you know, all of this stuff is happening from, uh, like, a droid's point of view. Uh, he said many times that those are going to be the, the underlying characters, and, you know, they have no sway on stuff. They just are a part of the happenings. But They're your eyes into the universe. They are, unbiased. Which which is cool, and as much as I complain about the beginning of A New Hope, where it's just them walking through the desert, it is cool that like they're the not a, there's no narrator, but they're like the narrator of the saga. Yeah, they're along for the ride, and uh, like I said, they're unbiased. They're just you know I do what I'm told, and I have you know a little bit of programming that I can kind of figure stuff out. But yeah, that's it. So yes, yeah, I don't know. Star Wars is all right, I guess. It's okay, I suppose. Um, what are you thinking? Um, anything specific for episode nine? You have expectations. You know, we've touched on things over the past, you know, year, six months. But now that you've seen a little bit of stuff and we're only three days away, is there like one major thing that you are really expecting to see or that you hope you don't see? Anything new popping up in your heads? I. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know what to even think. Like, there's so much content, and, they, and I'm not even talking about the eight movies that happened before it. You know, Solo and Rogue One and Rebels and Resistant. Like, they can pull from any fucking where that they want, and I don't think they're going to necessarily pull, but, you know, they're, they're going to call upon a lot um I mean, the same way like the Mandalorian's starting to do. You you saw battle droids and and, and that shit yeah. uh, kind of sprinkled throughout, but they did it very tastefully. You yeah, know, the, sure. in either a flashback or 
or when he landed back on um, Tatooine, which is one of the episodes we'll probably discuss here in a bit, but you saw yeah. the uh, pit droids, and I'm like, man, that is just a, such a nice calling. It wasn't shoved down our throat, but it makes sense that you know they're in a hangar and they're and they're helping this chick out. So right, yeah. No, I I think um, I've I've read some things from Chris Terrio and J.J. Abrams, and they said there's like 24 different character arcs that they need to wrap up by the end of this movie. Some that started in the sequel trilogy, but some that are maybe just left open from the older movies. So obviously we have Ray and Kylo. Um, bigger ones on my mind would also be Leia, Poe, and Finn. Um, Lando. Hux. Lando, yeah. But there's still like 16 or 18 more. R2, um, Chewy, BB-8. I mean, yeah. we can just ramble through them, man. True, but the fact that they said there's 24 arcs that they're tying up is pretty awesome. That means everybody's dying. I hope that's what happened. They all just get to Palpatine's planet, and then he just self-destructs it, and everyone's dead. <laughs> The galaxy's just dead. That's it. What if he thought it's bombs over. everybody, just like uh, uh, Darth Bane? Palpatine's actually a Reaper. The Reapers come in. They wipe everybody out. There's no Commander Shepard to save the day. And then civilization restarts. Uh, and it restarts as the Protheans. With Baby Yoda. With Baby Yoda. It's just Baby Yoda, and that's it. Then the Mando left in the entire galaxy. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of, I, that was totally random that I brought in Mass Effect, but as far as tying things together, are we going to see um, like time travel or anything crazy like that? Like, how is, how is Palpatine back also? And how, if Anakin comes back, how is that going to happen? Like, is there going to be some, some new form of storytelling that we haven't seen in Star Wars or some new force powers or time travel or anything like that? I don't think they're going to risk that. I really don't. Um, like Avengers? Yeah, there's going to be no time play. I mean, that just opens so much shit up. And to be honest, I think it makes sense money-wise to kind of have a spinoff. Because once you time travel once, now you have two two timelines. Yeah, that's problematic. And that's, well, it's problematic, but also very uh, popular way to restart franchises. <laughs> so but they they also can they're not limited to time already like they can go forward as far as they want they can go back as far as they want and start brand new shit so i don't think it's just an unnecessary vice that they they don't need yeah it's it also doesn't feel like it fits star wars but the reason i brought it up is because i was watching some recap videos uh star wars explained has this thing where he's recapping major events in between each movie it was like a lead up to episode nine. Yes. And I totally forgot about that uh, world between worlds. Scene yeah. In rebels where Ezra basically like goes back in time and saves Ahsoka from that duel with Darth Vader. So the fact oh, that that is in there, I didn't even see that episode. I thought you were talking about the world between worlds that Anakin goes to. Oh, the and, Mortis thing. No. Is that not the same place? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I'm asking. I'm truly asking because I don't remember. I don't remember seeing that Rebels episode. I am rusty on all this. That's why I'm watching recap videos instead of actually rewatching everything. No, I think Mortis is something different. It's like a realm, but this world between worlds is like a little, like a ladder to a couple different portals back to different periods in time or something. How weird! Let me just pull it up. World between worlds. 
do have it. What say you? Uh, there isn't anything. I don't know. There's no actual article. I searched up World Between Worlds, and the first thing that pops up is Ahsoka. But how am I supposed to root through an entire article to find what I'm looking for? Why am I supposed to read this? Uh, what? I can't even read. I'm a Star Wars fan. I can't even. <laughs> so, anyways, that's I was that popped up on my uh, my recent YouTube watchings. So, I wanted to bring it up, but I agree with you. I think time travel would be silly. Yeah, I just uh, they've been we've talked about it. They, they've been so focused on um, material items. And yeah. implanting yourself or some type of something into it and kind of using, I mean, I guess, I don't know. You leave your mark on the world or the galaxy and you go forward. You know, if you die, then, you, I mean, your belongings are still there. And with the force involved, it makes sense that you pick up Anakin's lightsaber and you feel something, you know, so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just... I, I I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I it, Star Wars has just made me a fucking mumbling idiot. Oh wait, I, I have always been. <laughs> um, I've seen it. Oh, here's something: <clears throat> the world between worlds is a mystical plane within the Force. Within the Force, it says, serving as a collection of doors and pathways that exist between time and space, linking all moments in time together. Oh, so it is tied to Mortis. You're right. It says it was previously accessible from the ancient painting of the Mortis gods. Huh. Yeah, there's, there's like little, um, little hints that they've left in things like Rebels and some of the comic books because it says, obviously, Darsidious is sought to enter the world between worlds. Gaining access would give him unimaginable power. So there's... Sidious has popped up a couple times, so they've kind of left some sprinklings about him and just trying to be immortal in many, as many ways as possible. They're really going to fucking throw everything at us, aren't they? I'm scared. I really They're really going I, hard. I honestly, I hope they don't go too far. They gotta just keep it simple. Do do a couple crazy things, but don't go. Don't just do crazy things to do crazy things. You got a lot of wrap wrapping up to do. Well, I think they have to do crazy things in order to wrap it up. That's how deep we are in this shit now. Well, t- doing crazy things and taking risks, uh, I, th- I think, is, is different. Like, y- you're going to have to maybe do an unpopular thing, like take out the Falcon and kill Lando and Chewie on it, because that's what you have to do um, to, to wrap the, a lot of this stuff up. I don't agree with that. Well, I mean, I don't want it to just everybody walks off into the fucking sunlight, the twin suns. Like Life Day and the holiday special? Everybody high fives and... I also think to end character story arcs doesn't necessarily mean they have to die. I do. Because like if Ray and Poe and Finn aren't in any other Star Wars movies ever again, that doesn't mean they have to die by the end of the movie. Because if everybody's dead, then what the fuck are they... Like, what's the end result? What, what are they left with? Palpatine's dead, Leia's dead, Ray's dead, Kyle's dead, Lando's dead, everybody's dead. And it's just Baby Yoda and the Mando again. I mean, I would watch that. <laughs> Episode 10, just Baby Yoda. He'll be, what, like 80 by that point or 70, so maybe he can talk. Yeah, I. 
there's I feel like there's there's got to be one thing to link everything. It's got to be Vader. Because, uh, I mean, he was a part of the light side, part of the dark side. And you kind of see that culminating in Rey and, and Kylo almost understanding each other. I mean, they're crossing paths and they're mortal enemies, but also fighting together and realizing that the light and the dark are not the issue. It's the people using it. Yeah. So, like, Snoke was a shithead, and I think, you know, you... Kylo's been questioning Hux because he's a fucking murderous asshole and killing people for no reason. But he's yeah. not a part of the dark side. He's just a hateful person. And we even see that in in Captain Phasma when they start humanizing everybody. And when Finn busts her face open in eight, you see her look through and it's no longer mass talking to you. It's a fucking hateful person. Yeah, she's a savage too. So I, I think there is going to be some very human aspect that we're getting down to that evil people it's it's not a light and a dark side it's people making decisions and we saw kylo make the decision to kill his dad but also make the decision to save his mom so it, i they could they could just this could really easily be the best star wars movie of all time um, i think it will be I, I, yeah I, I hope it is and I, i'm trying to go in unbiased because i don't want to overhype something and um you know, yeah. last last time I watched episode uh, two, it was I tried to give it credit, and holy shit, was it very bad? Um, <laughs> I had the opposite reaction. I watched it recently, and I thought it was way better than I remember. Really, it was yeah. it was horrendous. I went when uh, Obi is in that diner. I just wanted I I. <laughs> <sighs> That's so kitschy, though. That's so Lo- George Lucas kitschy. Yeah. Even the acting was bad, though, and the lines were bad, and this the CGI in that, at that point was still mediocre, and I was just like, ah, it's all cringe. Why, like, I'm trying to pick out something good, <laughs> so do something else. But uh, depends on what decks. <laughs> <laughs> I so think it was just. I wish that scene was better, but I do think it's awesome that. Obi-Wan has this old friend who <clears throat> probably fucking totally got around and was out killing people across the galaxy and then settled down and just owned a diner. And now he's just dishing out helpful advice. You know, actually, there I, uh, there was something that I noticed for the first time, and I don't know, it just always went over my head or I, I just never noticed it. But um, when there's a point where Mace and Yoda are talking and Mace was like, okay, well, I'm going to send all available Jedi to... Um, Geonosis and Yoda actually says well I'm going to go to Kamino and I always miss that I don't know why I never realized that he went to Kamino because it makes sense obviously uh, 20 minutes later he's flying in with the clones yeah he went to but, get them all round up yeah but I had never paid attention to that conversation and I never realized that he actually broke off earlier in the movie and they specifically said that so yeah um, yeah, I didn't either. And um, speaking of things I never ever caught before is in Phantom Menace when Qui-Gon's trying to convince the council to let him train Anakin. He says mm-hmm. he has the highest midichlorian count ever. It's possible that he was birthed by midichlorians. Or it's possible that he was birthed from midichlorians. I'd never caught that in the hundred times I've seen episode one. I can't believe I've never caught that before. Wow, now that you say that, I don't I don't really recall that either. 
he Some was the chosen really. one. I mean, they're yeah. gonna. It, it's gonna be something crazy where it, it it wasn't the chosen. He still is the chosen one even after death. It's gonna be something crazy like that where in the Clone Wars they they put too much effort into it. The Jedi had too many rules and it failed. But it just it didn't fail, but it delayed. Kind of like that um, a delayed prophecy. Like it, he so it, judgment he built, day. Yeah, exactly. Where it, you you can you you'll never stop it. You're only gonna delay it. So it's uh, it didn't happen in um, a Clone Wars, and in a, from a certain point of view, it didn't happen. But also, it did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy because mm-hmm. it gets down to two and two, so it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, and then from a certain point of view, it happened with his son. But you know, I don't know. Well, it, but really, Luke didn't do shit. He's he laid on the fucking ground and got electrocuted. Vader still did the thing. So. Well, no, it was Luke's uh, compassion that brought Vader back. No, it was Luke's whining voice when he was getting electrocuted. It's like, Dad! Jesus, Luke, stop talking. I'll just throw him down the fucking shit. Are you happy now? It hurts. It's like when, you're, when your kid's crying in the grocery store. You're just like, what do you want? Fucking shut up. Give him a toy. <laughs> you throw your master down. The energy chute or whatever. So be it, bitch. I wonder what that thing is. <clears throat> um, I was thinking also, like, I think the, the can the chosen one just jump from person to person because do you think there's any tie to what well, was Anakin and then it was Luke and then now it's Ray? Obviously, all orphans, all from a desert planet. There's some symmetry there, just like oh, it's poetry around because it's Star Wars. But do you think that is kind of the Force has a plan in place for that? Well, I mean, you could go along with and kind of combine both of what we just said, where it was a delayed chosen one. Like, it was Anakin, then it was Luke, but, like, it, it never really came to fruition from a Jedi point of view. They never finished it. Yeah, and then, you know, it, it now it's Rey. Like, it just delayed sagas. Um, but also, you know, from a certain point of view, like, you could almost argue that Palpatine himself was the chosen one. Like, he... Yikes actually did break balance to the force by seducing Darth Vader and and leveling the playing field with between dark and light. Huh. Now it's Yoda, Yoda and Obi and Vader and Sidious. So like yeah, from a see, Jedi but this, but this whole thing of balance like the fact that it's supposed to be like two people on one side and two people on the other side like maybe in 77 or whatever, 83. Mm-hmm. I think that's just silly. I I don't think it's like as specific as Oh, you just have Ray and Kylo, and if that's all there is, then they're in balance. Well, that doesn't yeah, make any sense because they're going to run around and keep trying to fucking fight each other. Yeah, and, and naturally, I think the Force is just going to keep birthing Force-sensitive children. It's not going to just stop because the Jedi said so. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think there is still a sense of balance where, and we hear it from Mace. He says, you know, our our what does he say? Our ability to use the forces diminish or some stupid shit like yeah the worst line in the whole franchise in my opinion. but it is a crazy heavy line like it even at that point Sidious was so fucking strong that he could walk up and kiss Mace on the lips and they still didn't know who yeah. who the Sith Lord was yeah. so it's like from a certain point of view there was balance there's just a bunch of fucking deluded Jedi bitches who are blind and Sidious right so what do you want to do <laughs> Yeah, I hope that's part of what they wrap up is the chosen one. If whether it's the prophecy or even if it's just like hinted at and not specifically laid out, it'd be nice to kind of get some closure on that. Just to know kind of what the what the actual reasoning is behind it. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's a good point. I, I think the most important thing to wrap up is the chosen one prophecy. Yeah. I mean, that's how the entire thing got sparked. It, it wasn't trade disputes. It was this little boy that helped out a Jedi and won a race. So this old fuck from Naboo trying to take over the galaxy. But it's, you know, it's almost, God, it's, this is blowing my mind. What is it? It's like the idea of an innocent boy. While he was a, a slave and the Jedi did better his life, I think, from a certain point of view, by, by recruiting him, well, taking him, he put, the Jedi put Anakin in harm's way, trained him, and then Sidious also did the same thing. Like, he, like we just said, he was a slave through his whole life, right. but, by the, but it was all sparked by the Jedi taking him. Like if if the same thing that we see, uh, sorry, spoiler, but uh, at the end of Fallen Order, uh, Cal Kestis easily could have tried to f- could have found those children and did yeah. did the same thing, but instead he left it to the Force, which maybe Qui Gon should have did. Maybe Qui Gon's the one to blame. <laughs> well, the other way to look at that though is that he wasn't on any register and they weren't looking for him. It was the Force that brought them to Tatooine, anyways. Yeah, you just... You know what I mean? There's always a way out because the Force just... Because <laughs> the Force has a will. There, well, the Force that's, did it. I mean, the, the idea of giving the Force a will and, and you can blame things on it and also you can uh, not blame, but uh, figure stuff out using the Force. Or, I'm sorry, like connect things using the Force. Like, oh, that they happened because the Force willed it. Qui-Gon crash land on Tatooine. Obi-Wan right. said, here, here, Master, Tatooine. It's a remote. Out of the huts. Remote, out of the way. He mm. just... Trade Federation has no presence here. What if they did a hard reset on the Force and it was left to true balance where it wasn't abused, where... We're going to see Kylo, Ray, Luke. Everybody's going to die. Yeah. And then it, that's where it's... If it left off like that, like a fucking clean slate where all the books, the Jedi stuff, everything's destroyed. And every, everything that's known about the Jedi or the Sith somehow is destroyed. And that, But you could still go forward. There's still going to be Force-sensitive people, but it's just going to be, you know, amateurs lifting rocks and like, oh my God, this guy's crazy. Yeah, but eventually someone's going to notice it they have power and like keep practicing it and probably eventually after another thousand years start the jedi order up again well it's not going to be the jedi order and it's also not going to be built on just the light side it's going to be built on the force that's that's my point no i know what you mean but there well two things i want to talk about one is i do love mass effect for how they explained like there's an endless cycle that's going on so yeah let's say we wipe everything out and there's nothing left well if people are still force sensitive then eventually some of them are going to like notice, oh, you're force sensitive too. Let's train together. I, I learned this. What did you learn? And they're going to pull their resources. And after a thousand years of them doing that and handing it down, well, then they just created another Jedi order, basically. Not called the Jedi, but it's the same kind of thing. And then the cycle is going to eventually repeat itself. Yeah, but I mean, you could, <clears throat> instead of starting an order of warriors, it could start it could just going go forward be could be uh, an actual religion yeah and it could be fucking popes running around and healing people instead of stabbing younglings so 
it could cool i mean they had like a temple where it was like okay what everybody's kind of based uh given a position based on their specialty so like yeah there's a couple warriors in case but there's also like healers and there's people that just sit around and read books all day and there's you know people that you know what i mean yeah think about it as like dr strange when you go in, yeah. maybe maybe there is one person in there that knows how to fuck everybody's day up. The one that they right. the the lady in in in, the in one, yeah. yeah the ancient one. So maybe there is that one person that can, but no one else should know this stuff because it's too dangerous. As soon as two people know it, now they want to fight. <laughs> yeah, but just having that uh, setting the stage for that that means somebody like Dooku when he's at Hogwarts being a, a young fuck is going to try to slink around and figure out what that knowledge is. Well, just like it's going to happen again. Just like Stephen Strange, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's interesting. And the other thing that I was um, kind of branching off of that with was there is a little bit of a plot hole here, and hopefully they'll fix this because, you know, in Luke's um, Jedi knowledge drop in Last Jedi, he's talking about balance. It's balance between everything. It doesn't belong to the Jedi or the Sith. It's uh, about balance. Well, the problem is, if this is a um, like a fantasy-ish franchise, then obviously things need to end with the good guys winning and the bad guys losing. So where's the balance then? How the fuck are they going to wrap that up and still keep things quote-unquote in balance if Sidious is defeated and Kylo dies and then Rey is victorious? Answer my question. I don't want to. Um, so moving on. I really, it, there's nothing else to say. I just, I don't. I asked you a question. I said, they, ask it again. How are they going to wrap it up? <laughs> if the good guys are going to win and the bad guys are going to lose, how is that balanced? How does that make any sense? Well, that's my point. They might not. Everyone might die from a certain point of view, and C3PO is going to fucking walk out of this shit like. With his red eyes, be like, bitches, I told you. It's all. It's gonna be like R two D two lives somehow, and the first and the very last thing we're seeing we're gonna see is him getting picked up, and the first thing that's gonna happen is he's gonna have his complete mind wiped. Yeah, and it's all gonna be fucking history. That'd be awesome. Yeah, and I know they say like obviously this is the last one in the Skywalker saga, but they're probably gonna end it in a way where they if they really wanted to, they could do episode ten in twelve or fifteen years. I think they shouldn't. They really shouldn't. They need to have episode nine, the end. I mean, just to see you say that. I, I I know, but they. I'm no. Don't do it. <laughs> Please don't do it. I don't know. I, Wrap I, it up I with think. nine, and then go forward with all the other cool stuff that you guys are doing. Like I'm not saying I'm looking forward to episode ten. I'm just saying knowing them, because six we thought was the end, and then three we thought was the end, and then now it's nine. Yeah, and I'm just saying. Gonna at least give it. Um, they're going to give the option. Well, just do a, a true, like you can have the timeline still exist. Just get the fuck away from Skywalker. Like this yes. really should be the end of it. So like you can have uh, episode 10 per se, but don't have any of those characters in it. Start brand new and just, just maybe label it episode 10 because it's in the future. That's, that's the only reason why there's no tie. Yeah. And even if you do a crazy soft tie, like something that Leia did, Thirty years ago, spawned something, and but it was never talked about in the in the trilogies. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens, man. I, I I'm so on the fence. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, I'm, I'm fucking geeked. So it's gonna come down to like 
Ray's going to be fighting Kylo. Both of their lightsabers are going to break. They're going to try choking each other out. They're going to because, and then they're just going to realize like, what the fuck is happening? Why don't we just go eat pizza and exactly? Let's go to and just chill Dex, out. Dex's diner. <laughs> chill the fuck out. If Dex isn't in this, that's another. That's another. I mean, plot hole. We need to wrap his up. His storyline up too. Yeah, he better be one of the twenty-four. <laughs> Seriously. Could you imagine? If they don't all end up back at Dex's diner having a cup of coffee and relaxing. What if there's a force force ghost of Obi-Wan and he's like trying to teach Ray something just astronomically important and then the ghost of Dax comes in Obi-Wan pulling up his pants and shit. Obi-Wan. Just like Luke is lost on Hoth and Ben pops up and tells him to go see Yoda. He's just like, Ray, you'll go to Coruscant and have coffee with Dexter Jetster. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you will leave a large tip and a very good Yelp review. He knows the origin of those darts. <laughs> of those darts. Shit, you can be a dart master. Dart yeah. Supreme. Yeah. All right, All right. well, that's uh, episode nine. And that's the end of it. Um, soon. What happened with the Mando? We missed uh, the last two. Yeah, last and- episode we talked uh, specifically about Fallen Order. Um, spoiler full and everything so go back and listen to that if you haven't already and if you've already played the game obviously because you don't want to get spoiled so we skipped the mando for a week so we got chapter five and chapter six to talk about do you want to start with either of them um yeah let's go in order um five he lands on tatooine and he kills some bitches and then he gets away Uh uh-huh chapter six he does the same thing yeah these are all just side quests you know I, I actually, uh, when I just got off work or got finished with work today, I, I busted out uh, the last episode. Um, and it was immediately noticeable that it was not directed, or it was directed by someone else. Well, I think it's the same director as episode three, which everybody also loved. Really? I'm about to pull up IMDb and double check. Yeah, do it. But I just like as I was watching it, I was like, "Man, these are very weird camera angles, and they're they're very personal." And then it got really, really dark. And I'm like, "Man, this is completely like uh, visually dark, not like emotionally." But um, yeah, I immediately was like, "Oh man, this this cannot be." Who was it, Floney? I lied. No, this one was um, Rick. I can't pronounce this. I'm feel bad. Rick Famuyi. Famuyiwa. Okay. So Richard um, Deborah Chow was episode three, which everybody loved. For some reason, I thought it was the same director. I'm not sure why. Um, yeah, but just looking at rankings and what I saw on Twitter before I turned the app off so to avoid spoilers for episode nine, uh, chapter uh, chapter three and chapter six are like people's favorites. How I mean, I thought five was a true throwaway. Like I'm happy to see it, and like I'm here for even the throwaway episodes. And yeah. Um, you know, I thought the young um, bounty hunter wanting to get off Tatooine by, and make his way by, you know, leeching onto the Mando made, made complete sense. And yeah. and it was so nice. You know, I, I did come across, I think it was a small article or something, some comment that said, you know, I'm so happy that they didn't refer to Luke Skywalker when they were in that. Because that would have been so cringy. Um, uh, when they were in the cantina, you mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that he didn't refer to him, and uh, you know, <laughs> he I th- referred to pretty much everything else that's ever happened in Star Wars. Um, you know, and I think it was, 
Isaac in the chat that said, you know, it's nice that Luke's almost viewed as it didn't happen. It's not even a real thing. Like this poor, poor farm boy from our planet came in here and flew away on a starship and killed, you know, it's like, it's so outrageous. It's not true. And no one even believes it. So, Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the bar that oh the chosen one you know had some fucking blue milk at. Yeah, right. Who's keeping fucking records on Tatooine? Because this has happened twice now. <laughs> Someone you guys be, right. be out in the Dune Sea looking for Force sensitives? Yeah, <laughs> some little slave kid flew away on a starship and then slaved the galaxy, and then his son did the same fucking thing. Stop sending kids here. They they, <laughs> yes, they no fuck everything up. Yeah, no kids allowed. Ages thirteen and up. Must be this ride, it's all. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh my yeah. god. I have um, to make a note of that for the title. You know, I and they 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 are the one thing that I do feel like they are forcing upon us is these animals that like are used for transportation, or that well, I have to fight this rhino now, or like. <laughs> Like there's so many forced animals, which I I'm ex- I'm happy to see. Like there's always been animals. And stuff animals, and stuff. yeah, you're right. But it's like, eh, do I really have to ride this space tick to get across, yeah, or cool. can I fly over there because I have a fucking ship? It's just like going out in the wild west or in a spaghetti western, and you have to get a horse. It's the same thing. It's fucking school. Fucking now cool. that you say that, uh, for the most part, uh, the uh, soundtrack or the score has been just spot on. Oh, yeah. Uh, th- in the re- most recent episode, there was a point where I'm like, what the fuck am I listening to? I like, it was, uh, it, was, it was terrible. What? Uh, yeah, I, I was like, why? It sounds like a fu- like Home Alone. Like, I'm like, uh. And they were, like, running around trying to kill each other in that prison, that floating prison. And it was such, like, a happy-go-lucky. Like, oh, I was like, oh, my God. Well. Watch it again and cringe beyond belief. I just did watch it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I now I do. You know, one of our complaints has always been that they are, they are very human heavy. Um, I am very happy with the non-human species that have yeah. you know everybody outside of Bill Burr has been non-human and that poor rebel pilot that gets fucking stabbed. But yeah. Um, yeah. And which, honestly, I thought Bill Burr, you know, I'm happy that he's in some of this stuff, but Bill Burr's a lot to swallow, and he's not particularly the greatest actor. Um, That being said, I thought he played that douchebag very well. Yeah, I (laughs) agree. So, you know, I had my reservations before. I was like, I know he's in this one, and as soon as they put him on screen, I heard that hard Boston accent. I was like, oh, can I get over this? And I did. Yeah. You know, Maybe because he didn't talk too much, like he talked enough and made snarky comments, but the, it was good back and forth between the uh, humans and, and the uh, other species. So, Yeah, I agree. Um, now, I watched this for the first time, and I was not overly impressed. And then I got attacked in our group chat. I was like, all right, I was very tired when I watched this. Let me try it again. I watched it again earlier today and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think some of the acting is it's not cringe, but it could be 
Like yeah. It's, it's, it's on that borderline where if you watch it in the wrong mood, you're going to be like, who are these fucks? But so, <clears throat> in general, uh, I thought it was a nice episode and a nice change of pace and definitely a change of scenery as well, being inside that ship the whole time. Yeah, and you know, I I was kind of on the same page. Like, I thought the acting felt weird, or some of the lines, and you know, I attributed it to the non-human species. I was like, the big oaf Deveronian guy is kind of cringe, but at the same time, it's a different species. It's for a different culture. They can be weird. Like, yeah, he just runs around and fine. grunts and beats the fuck out of people. exactly. And I was, you know, I I. I was okay with it. Um, in the Twilight, she was like kind of cringy a lot, but at the same time, I was like, and eh, they're kind of whores, and maybe <laughs> she just wanted to be a killer instead. So she's a weird whore killer. So savage. She is a savage. She's a weird whore killer. <laughs> I thought her <laughs> but, brother was fucking cool too. It's just, yeah, it's cool to always see uh, whenever you get to see uh, Twilight in live action. Yeah, and did you hear uh, Bill Burr ca- called her like a weird twee? Yeah, crazy twee crazy fucking twee i was like that makes so much goddamn sense i've never heard someone call him a twee yeah yeah and when he's like asking the mando are you a gungan is that why you don't want to take off are you a fucking gungan or something it's cracking up misa a bitch uh okay (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was savage that um the droid came out of hyperspace and like fucking did a u-turn and they just totally dropped baby yoda on the floor <laughs> i know baby Yoda's, like that poor guy that baby yoda's been dropped tw- two times in, in two episodes yeah because at the not. end of the episode five uh, when the mando shoots the kid he yeah. falls to the left of the ship and just like squishes baby yoda we yeah, need to get like baby yoda a helmet <laughs> they're being pretty casual about um dropping children down. yeah <laughs> yeah we should start like a, a child abuse uh petition uh, to end the Mandalorian because the baby Yoda has been dropped and shot at several times. So <laughs> the Mandalorian promotes child abuse. It does. Do it. I punched a five-year-old at Walmart today because I saw it on Mandalorian. <laughs> so as I'm thinking of this, I don't know if this was intentional, but it really, this whole show really is laid out like a video game. Like you start in one thing it's like an initial mission where you learn your powers and everything, or you learn the controls. And then you have a couple missions that set up what the overall story is. And then you have baby Yoda pops up and you're like, well, this is pretty mysterious. So what's going to happen? And that's going to play out over the whole uh, movie. And in the meantime, you have to do all these side quests and you go to this town and, or this planet, and you meet this character, you fuck around, you beat up some people, get some experience, get some cash, and then you go to the next planet. And it's been happening the past like four episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay with it. I love it. No, I love it. It's, it's awesome. I'm okay with it. It just reminds me of KOTOR. It does. It does feel... And it's it's nice that every... For the most... And, and so, referring back to the... How many sorry, sentences are you going to try to start? All of them. uh but it does it does very much feel like a video game like the first couple episodes are on this beginning planet and you're finding your way and then it you spark off with you get the kid and now you're off doing shit and every episode has been different planet different setting different people yeah different battle are you are you fighting a rhino or a group of guild members like it's, it's 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 exciting it's exciting. I dig it. I dig it. It's uh, the first live action Star Wars, and it's pretty unique as far as 
um, series go in you general? Know, to do kind of a, a to critique it right right here and right now, is it the best thing I've ever seen? Absolutely not. No. No. Um, but it is a very good start to uh, a risk that Disney is taking by doing a live action series. Yeah. Um, and I do think they're doing it correctly. It's just not blowing me away by any means, and I'm not sure it ever will. It almost feels like an up-to-date, serious Ewok adventure. <laughs> like, it's, like, it has the, the, the step-by-step. definitely did. It has the step-by-step, like, goofy stuff, and then let's gather together and beat up the bad guys and, you know, move forward. This just looks cool, and he's cutting people in half with doors. Like, it's it's fun, but it is very straightforward, and we haven't had any truly heavy consequences or, like, I don't know. Like, nothing big has happened yet, which maybe that's where they're going because we don't need anything huge to happen. It is all about this baby Yoda, so I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess the big thing is Baby Yoda popped up. That's kind of the biggest thing. That, uh, yeah, absolutely. And they did that. And I, th- I personally think that the first episode was the best. Still. Yeah, yeah. And also, um, the bounty or the Mandalorian went against the bounty hunters guild, killed half of them. The Mandalorians came out from undercover, killed the other half of them, and he escaped. So we haven't seen the repercussions of that. Like, I kind of wish that would have popped up in episodes five and six. Mm-hmm. Um, although you do see that guy walk up to the the dead chick at the end of episode five just his feet and everything but maybe there is something that's um going to come back around by the time we get to episode eight that's going to wrap that up because i don't know i need to catch up um or rewatch, i should say rebels to see what the mandalorian storyline is and why they've been underground since between then and episode six because maybe them all like busting out and flying into action is way more important than we think. The Mandalorians themselves, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Like they, this, uh, they're obviously underground and hiding out, and now they're out. So I don't know. I need uh, some more background information. <clears throat> I also feel like not every single thing in the Star Wars IP needs to be absolutely mind-blowing all the time um and they've been happy to do that with the cartoons which haven't been awful they're not for me but they haven't been awful so now that we're in live action zone here and they have disney plus to play around with there's no reason that they can't do that same thing um a little more mature still for kids and it's live action bigger budget but like it doesn't have to be as epic as uh, an actual feature film yeah, it's just it's got to wrap up fairly quickly. I mean, this was the sixth episode. Yeah, we got two more. Yeah, I mean they they've got to really get moving for me to. I mean, I feel bad saying this. They they really have to get moving for me to really really care. Yeah, that's the the big thing that I would complain about is that there hasn't really been a thread through all this, except for Baby Yoda. Well, and like, you like you said at the end of episode five, there was those feet, and you're like, oh, is that like. Boba Fett or some weird, you know, Cad Bane or, you know, it could be something crazy, but they haven't uh, given us anything else. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he was being tracked this whole time, you see a little bit of an, well, I guess maybe it is kind of, I don't know. Maybe I'm not seeing all the signs, but it just hasn't felt like there's been a, um, a constant thread through all the episodes, except for Baby Yoda. 
Yeah. But who knows? Like, what's what's the plan? Exactly. We don't, even, we don't even... We're just bopping around trying to gather yeah. up some cash. For what, though? Like, Because exactly. uh, it was nice at the very beginning, the first couple episodes, you can see he had a bounty. He went and, and did it, and then he was conflicted. But he's still like, I need to get my Baskar steel... Like there was, there were small side plots, if you want to say, like side missions. That okay, it makes sense. He wants to get all his Baskar and be honored, and but now I have no clue. Right. Like, in the next episode, Pampers <laughs> for Baby Yoda. Like, right. Binky for Yoda. <laughs> you say Pampers? <laughs> Pampers. Yeah, he needs the pull-ups. <laughs> now he's gonna sell his ship and get like a space Winnebago. And just travel around the galaxy with baby Yoda going camping. Going camping. He there better be a fishing episode. Hmm. A fishing episode. Where they like they he tries to teach baby Yoda to fish, but instead of fishing, baby Yoda's eating the bait because he's a frog and ah ha ha and they laugh about it. And then they actually get drunk later because baby Yoda is of course of age. And he's then definitely of age. And they then they sing little baby Yoda, you know, campfire songs. <laughs> I'm for it. I mean, episode seven. What's next, baby? <laughs> yeah, so I originally thought this was 10 episodes. I don't know why and where I got that information, but it looks like it's eight. So um, episode seven actually comes out this week, Wednesday, before the Rise of Skywalker premieres. So we got new comics and we got episode seven of Mando on Wednesday, which Wait, is cool. you're saying almost 24 hours from now it comes out? Um, yeah, when does it drop? I think it's like 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, is it? I th- something like that. Oh, so it wouldn't be 6 a.m. here? On Wednesday, yeah. Mm. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe I have to wake up episodes, wake yeah. up like Saturday morning cartoons and try to catch, or like Pokemon. It was always, always on like at 6 a.m. Yeah, to catch your boots on for work. Boot, boots on for cereal, childhood. And Lorian. Do it. Boots for work. What do you think about the dude from Sons of Anarchy being in that um, spaceport? Thought he was fucking cool. Yeah, it's hard to take someone like that out of the Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> like I, the entire time I was like, "Get back on your bike, dude!" Like, shoot up some warehouse. But he's playing the same role, which is hilarious. It's just in space. Yeah, and it, it has nothing to do. It's my bias. Like I've watched Sons of Anarchy a couple times, and I don't know that guy from anything else. Like even um, the Irish dude. Batman from batman thing oh yeah yeah he is that uh, kind of thug dude yeah um but pretty much all the other anarchy boys i know from something else right uh he was like one of the only ones i was like eh, you are that dude i forget his biker name already bobby bobby yeah you're right bobby 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 what happened? I was just thinking about, I haven't seen um, Sons of Anarchy. I watched it once all the way through, but I haven't seen it in a while. I was just about to be like, oh, I should go and watch that. I'm like, no, damn it. You have 40 other things on your list that you haven't seen yet. Yeah. You know, that that's actually not too bad of a, a series to go back in like halfway through. Because they do kind of slow play it at the beginning of the first couple seasons. Um. So just like Breaking Bad, if you've seen it all, I I've, I jump back in it like fucking season three, and I'm still loving it. So interesting, yeah. But you know me, I do love the uh, 
all that setup stuff in the first season or two. Oh, yeah. And especially for, for me, Breaking Bad, my favorite season, I think, is the first one because they're just fumbling fucking idiots and they, they don't know what they're doing. And Oh, I love it. Walter's running around in his fucking, in his underwear and shit. And I'm yeah, like, this is gold. In the desert, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is uh, cinema gold, TV gold, sitting on my couch gold. Um, what was I going to say? What's the difference between coaxium and uh, kyber crystal? Um, I'll tell you in a second. Wikipedia.com. Because they focus a lot on on fuels and stuff, but it's always different in every everything. Uh, coaxium is hyperspace fuel. Oh, for just the hyperdrive. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. A kyber crystal is Death Star shooting fuel. Rare force attuned crystals that grew in nature. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a crystal. It's powerful, but it's a crystal. Coaxium is actually like fuel. But wasn't the crystal? Weren't the kyber crystals being used to power the Death Star? Uh, the weapon. Oh. Not the hyperdrive. To focus the weapon. Yeah, because imagine that it's like six, like those beams that kind of start spread and focus up. That's like, you know. 10 giant fucking lightsabers. <laughs> Just We figured giant. it out. That's, that's the worst analogy of all time. We figured uh, it out. They're shooting. It's like the same intense kind of energy uh, that you would get from a lightsaber is coming out of the Death Star because it uses the same crystals. See what I'm saying? Does it make sense? Is that canon? What? What you're saying. I'm making I mean, that up. But I know, but the it's, fact that they it's, use kyber crystals. Yeah, that's in Rogue One. That's it's, what the whole. It's a crazy uh, crossover. Like the the elegant weapon for a more civilized time is also being used technically for the fucking dark times and killing entire humans. From a certain point of view. From a certain point of view, the exact it's and you know what's all behind it? Humans. It's not the dark side again. It's not the light side again. It's humans. Yeah, it's people just being fuckheads. Yeah, they should all quit. Yeah, I never ended up reading... There's a book that's a prequel to Rogue One. It's about um, Galen building the Death Star. I never ended up reading it, but I bet there's some more information there about that shit. Yeah. Also, as we talked about uh, last episode about Ilum being, becoming Starkiller Base, there is the entire source for that super weapon because the planet is basically made of kyber crystals. Mm. So that's like a super ultra epic Death Star because it's basically... The Death Star is a moon-sized, and Starkiller Base is the size of a planet. Is a moon-sized? I know. As soon as I <laughs> is a moon-sized, I just went right past it. <laughs> as soon as I came out of my mouth, I was like, oh, "Okay, it's one full moon-sized." I am oh. sick. Okay, I can't talk. Suck. Yeah. So, you want to go through some of these uh, top fifty peoples of all time? Yeah, I want to make fun of this. So Mopar searched up Star Wars on Google. Well, sorry, Bing. And the first news thing that popped up is a USA Today article. It says the 50 best Star Wars characters ever definitively ranked. And I don't know about you, but I don't trust this Brian Truitt guy from USA Today. I have a feeling that he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, they've already fucked up royally here. All right. <clears throat> and then we're not going to go piece by piece, but uh, starting with number 50, uh, the specifically the porg on the millennium falcon 
Like, That's what? the 50th best Star Wars character. Yeah. I, I Oh, my God. I hope See, Lumpy's, I, I hope Lumpy's on me, here. Part of me feels like they just take 50 characters, put them in a random order, and then pick, like, the top five. Like, Vader probably is up there in the, uh, the top five or something. But everyone else is probably just, like, a random jumble of... Do you want to make bets on who... Have you seen who's number one? No. Okay, let me, let me do this. I, mean, I got a pen written shit right in front of me. All right, I bet you let's, let's, uh Who do you think the number one is? A pen written shit. <laughs> <coughs> oh, sorry, I'm sick. Um, it's either Luke or Vader. Well, guess, because I'm going to say one or the other two. You're just going to pick the one I don't pick, are you? No. Um... I'll say Vader. Me too. Vader. Okay, who do you think number two is going to be? Let's see if we get any of these right. Well, if Luke's not one, he's two probably. You think? Luke? Luke at yeah. number two? I think so. I'm, this dude probably likes the original trilogy a lot. Well, you know who I'm going to say is number two? R2-D2. <laughs> R2. He's... He is number two, bro. All right. Who do you think number three is? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, that's a good one. Obi. I... Fuck. Copy my answers. Vader. With everything considered. hmm. I'm going to guess Kylo. Interesting. How bold of you. All right. Number four. Yuck. You got a lot, bro. You all you done is OT stuff. That's true. Well, we want and all everything. Do you want to put R two up there or something? Oh, I want to say Yoda. Yoda. Okay. I actually was gonna say Yoda here somewhere too. Um, you know what? I'll do Luke here, and then I'm gonna do Yoda fifth. Who do you got for fifth? Ray. Right, Skywalker. Yoda. <laughs> All right, so yours is Vader 1, Luke 2, Obi 3, Yoda 4, Ray 5. Yeah. Mine is Vader 1, and let's do Vader slash Anakin. That's the same yeah, person. That's the same person. Uh, mine is uh, Vader 1, R2 is 2, Kylo 3, Luke 4, and Yoda 5. Let's see if we're even fucking close here. There's more machine than man now. Okay, good. Because I had, there, I'm skimming through here and I see Chewbacca at 17, and he was actually I was considering. 17. Considering. Yeah, that's how far they have. Uh, 17, huh? Yeah, 17. Uh, Finn is at 16. Lando. What? At 15. I'm already wrong. Fuck. Uh, R2D2 is at 14. Man, I can't believe he didn't make the top five. All right. Cara wow. Dune is number 40. She's this in is one the worst episode of the Mandalorian. And she's this is the worst 40. thing I've ever seen. Jin Urso is above R2-D2. What? Yeah. So is Boba Fett, who has two minutes of screen time. This is trash. You know, I just realized I, did, I should have put Leia up there. Yeah. Well, we, we are also wrong on Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan is number eight. Okay. The Emperor's so we, number nine. Uh, fuck. Oh, I got one right. So Ray is seven. So we mi- you missed on that. Kylo is six. So I missed on that. Yoda is five. You guessed it at four. I guessed it at five. Boom. Boom. Uh, Luke. Oh, my God. I got it right again. 
Oh, you fucking savage. Luke at four. And it's going to be Leia at fucking three, isn't it? You bitch. Yep. Princess Leia is at three. We both got it wrong. Han Solo. Of course. Is at two. And Darth Vader, we bought, we got right. Wow, I did uh, extremely well. You So you got Annie. Annie at the top. You got Ray was close, and Yoda was... Close. Was one close. Off. You were one off by... You were... Yeah, one off by Yoda, and three off by Ray. So the first five are all original trilogy. Yeah, but they do quickly. I mean, Kylo, Ray, uh, Akbar's in top ten. I'm surprised they do that. Actually, yeah, like he's a meme. He's not a great character. Akbar is cool, but come on, top ten above Chewbacca. Get the fuck out of here. No joke. C3PO is twenty two. I thought this this person is drunk. (laughs) <laughs> BB-8's at 19. I think that's decent for BB-8. Yeah. Rose, Rose Tico's 20. Chew. Yeah, it's it's all the main characters. We got Luke, Leia, Han, Vader. Yeah, all the main characters from the old trilogy. Luke, Leia, Han, Vader, Yoda, and the Emperor, and Obi-Wan. I'm quitting my web browser. I'm mad at that person. Well, I did extremely well. I'm happy. I, I'm I'm pissed. Actually, you know who we haven't fucking seen? Oh, I missed it. Sorry. Kylo's at six. Yeah. But he is the highest of the uh, new trilogy, so that's kind of cool. So what did you win? What did you win, Mopar? I won three back rubs from my own wife. (laughs) She doesn't know she lost. (laughs) She wasn't even competing. (laughs) But she got the short short stick here. Um, Yeah. I mean, that's uh, any of these lists, it's going to be trash. It's all up to personal opinion. It really is. I can't believe Jabba. Ah, I mean, come on. Yeah, Chewie got shafted at 17. He's one of the best. Yeah, you start looking down here. Hawks is at 30. I think he should be a little higher. Eh. Like, eh. En- Enfys Nest is 28. She should be lower. Yeah. She's like a side villain in one movie. Grand Moff Tarkin is 23. He should be a little lower. I, I would like to see Padme above Tarkin. I'd like to see... You know what's weird is I'd like to see Hux above Tarkin, which is weird for me to say. I'd like Hux to see Qui-Gon. Up, I'd like to see Qui-Gon above Tarkin. Yeah. Qui-Gon Jin should be up there. You know who else should be above fucking Tarkin? Count goddamn Dooku. Yeah, but not everybody likes Dugu like me. Where's Grievous people, at? A lot of Grievous? people just see him as a a random villain that they just chucked in episode two. They have Max Rebo on here, dude. I don't think there's Grievous. That's a bummer. I don't even know who this person is. Max Rebo? Oh, it's... Wait, Kara? I know who Max Rebo. I know who Max Rebo is. Kara. Kara Dune. Yeah, it's Gina Carano from the Mando. Wow, she's in the top 40. That's what I meant. She's in half of one episode. She's she's in the top 40, but Snoke isn't. Neither is Phasma. Phasma's or, in there somewhere. So I saw it. Wow. Savagery. Well, it is what it is. Everybody, I could make a list today and you'd, you'd hate it. So I'm going to make a list to make sure that everybody hates it. <laughs> I'm going to make it specifically for people to hate it. Number one. Pit droids. They're my favorite. <laughs> Number two, They're, the donkey thing that farts at Jar Jar. 
It's just all going to be 50 characters from episode one. Number three, Kitster. Number four, the actual fart from the donkey. <laughs> Number five, the flag representing Ben Quadrenaros' home planet. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. <clears throat> you know, they were doing a, uh, a Star Wars marathon on TNT. Actually, I think it was for over 24 hours. I, I jumped on a couple times, and they were doing episode one, two. Then I caught it a little later. Uh, God, what were they playing? I think it was episode seven or something. Um, one was uh, a little more difficult to watch as well. Really? Yeah. It's. I love the story. I love the setting. I love the pod race. I love the craziness at the end. But it does the acting in the lines. It really. It really hinders that movie. It does so many things so well, and then it's like, oh God. <laughs> I don't know. See, I don't know. Maybe it's just me being more forgiving, but I feel like I notice that stuff less and less every time I watch the prequels. I was there for a long time. I mean, you can focus on the good stuff as much as you, you know, are willing to, but man, some of the stuff. Even uh, Padme, she was talking. I was like, whoa, please stop talking. That was bad. Chancellor Palpatine. Chancellor Palpatine. When she does all of, like, she, ma- she makes a crazy statement, but her eyebrows don't move. Like, she doesn't give a fuck, or she's high on Oxy or some shit. She's just like, <laughs> we should go back. They what? That are you talking book. to me, or are you talking to the wall over here? Jesus. <laughs> they retcon that with the book, which is hilarious. What? The Queen's Shadow book. Because uh, you're supposed to look, like, when you're in your royal outfit and you're representing Naboo as the queen, you're supposed to act a certain way and like be emotionless not totally but like you know you're supposed to keep your stature up and be a politician and like well you don't want to go crazy because then everybody else is going to follow suit so i mean it makes sense but you can't get all emotional she was like in a room with three people and she's like and then we should do this i'm like okay there girl (laughs) you need a shot of the good stuff jesus I don't know what the good stuff is yet. I haven't, <laughs> she I haven't. some death sticks, obviously. <laughs> some Jawa juice. Jawa juice. Maybe yeah. Yoda. Juice it. Uh, yeah, why was Baby Yoda not on that list? It was 24. Above, oh. pa- It was above Padme. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah, K2's up, up pretty high, which is kind of cool. 26. Yo, we forgot to talk about the battle droids in episode 6 of the Mando. Those were fucking sweet. The uh, rebellion battle droids? Yeah, New Republic. <clears throat> or the New Republic. Yeah, they were pretty fucking badass. New K2SO badasses. That's kind of the first glimpse of the New Republic, too. At least uh, outside of animation. Yeah, and it's cool that they weren't focused on. They were kind of a part of it. But, you know, they were introduced and they were actually formidable. You know, it was cool to see a crazy group of murderers kind of struggle with them for half a second. Yeah. Um, no, and it's cool. Like you said, it's brand new again all over again it's fucking brand new again so yeah star wars so happy with my list here i can't believe i got three out of the five took some risks and i won it paid off (laughs) (laughs) sorry that was palpatine's wife she smoked that was somewhere between (laughs) beast man and emperor palpatine you fight fool or skeletor <laughs> plus a pack of cigarettes <laughs> yeah not my that's awesome moment. oh man so who do you think might live 
after episode nine? You know, I've been going back and forth on this for quite a while. It's, oh, the premieres tonight. I totally forgot. Sorry, I got distracted because YouTube popped up. Uh, the red carpet premiere in LA for episode nine is happening. That was- I kind of want to watch it. Um, I've been going back and forth on thinking, I think Ray and Kylo between them, one of them is going to drop something to try to save the other and end up sacrificing themselves to save the other. And I've been like playing around with it and I can't quite decide who it's going to be. You know, I, we've been um, theorizing, well, at least I have that Kylo was going to sacrifice. Kylo was going to sacrifice himself to save Ray or his mom or both. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be really cool if Ray sacrificed herself. Cause that's the point that Rose Tico makes. You know, we, we're not going to win this by killing what we hate. It's going to be saving what we love. Right. And with Ray just kind of doing the good human thing and saving another human, that might really push Kylo to be a better person. He's already on the fence. Um, but if yeah. she does make a crazy sacrifice and he witnesses it or he's a part of the, you know, uh, reason why she does it. Yeah. Um, it really could be epic. It, w- it would be crazy. I mean, if I don't know if if Ray, I just don't know what to expect. Like, I don't. I don't even know who they're gonna fight. <laughs> Isn't that yeah, crazy? Palpatine's like, like a spirit or something. I don't even know what they're going up against. There's old school Star Destroyers flying in and a bunch of bullshit. And you're like, I don't even know who the bad guy is. Is it? Is it Kylo? Is it? No. Tell me. No, I don't think it is, which is really crazy. I think there's uh we talked about nuance a lot when we were on the blue banthamo co show last week or two weeks ago it's not as simple as like vader's a bad guy and you gotta defeat the bad guy i think there is obviously one of the major fan theories is ben demption for a reason is because there's something in ben solo that isn't totally lost and if there's anybody that's going to be able to overcome whatever creature palpatine is now it's probably him and not Ray. No offense, Ray. He just yeah. knows more. He's dabbled in the. He's been fucking with the dark side for like ten years now, learning shit, learning from Snoke. Maybe Snoke was Palpatine. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be him for sure. Now, if he dies in that fight and Ray ends up living, that could definitely be a possibility too. Say that again. Like he might be the one to defeat Palpatine, but die in the process. Oh, and then Ray carries on the force. He tries to do the same trick. Sidious is sitting there with a lightsaber next to him. <laughs> he tries it. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say he tries to pick Palpatine up and chuck him down a hole. <laughs> Palpatine's got like his chair is just fucking bolted to the floor. He's like, you ain't picking me up this time, bitch. Your grandfather tried that. I'm not having it. Kylo just keeps, hey, why don't we fight over here? <laughs> Closer to this death hole. <laughs> Surprised you didn't put uh, so many chasms in your throne room, Emperor Palpatine. You know, this is a crazy random tangent. I don't know what made me think of it, but in uh, the most recent episode of The Mandalorian, when the Mando gets caught in that jail cell and he rips that arm off yeah. of the the droid, I did you notice the oil that came pouring out of it? Uh, yeah, I thought that was awesome. I thought, how many times have we seen oil? come out of a droid 
Like um, never. Episode three, when R two ignites those fuckers in the land- oh. landing bay. Yeah, yeah, but like all the other battle droids, they get cut in half or smashed or hit. Not, not, nothing ever has oil. It might be because the lightsaber cauterizes stuff. Yeah, I guess. So like when and- it slices it off, it probably immediately like fries. I don't know the hydraulic line or whatever the fuck, and it's just singed and it can't leak out. Yeah, I, I mean, they can always say that if they want to, but I thought, you know, it was noticeable, and it was almost like they focused on it for a half a second. I was like, whoa, I haven't seen that before. Um, yeah, I wonder, well, it could just be that the Trade Federation just had more cash because they're rich as fuck, and their battle droids are just superior. They don't need oil. Well, uh, I would. They're, they're Tesla uh, battle droids. I was actually thinking it the opposite way, where they they their battle droids are really cheap and chintzy. So they didn't want to spend money on them. And they, you know, oil was a huge upgrade to make something last a long time. Right. So I feel like a K2 should have oil. It's a big, bad asteroid. You know, there's probably something pumping in it. I don't know. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I was looking at the, like the droids joints and stuff. And it kind of looked a little bit like K2. That's what, yeah, I thought it looked like just a more advanced version of, of that same type of droid at least. Yeah, they use some of the parts. Probably found some slave kid on Tatooine to build them. We'll we'll pick you up in about ten years, maybe. He's the only human that can do it. <laughs> He's got a hell of an Etsy account, though. You got to pick up them battle droids, baby. You want a blue one? <laughs> Custom. Well, no, then they be they all be like slightly different. You got to get that mass produced. Mass production. Mass production. Yeah. All right. Well. Next time I see you, man, we're going to be hooting and hollering. Uh, shits. We've been waiting for a long fucking time for this. Um, the yeah, longest years, ever. Exactly. The longest ever. Not really. It's been two years and two days. Yeah. We went from 05 to f- 10 years, 15, <laughs> for the last trilogy. Yeah, right? I'm cool with it, man. I'm happy that they can uh, pump things out a little faster nowadays. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll see how how it works because I know they have the uh, Cassian Andor stuff, the Mando stuff that's been signed up for another season. Yeah, um, and Kenobi. Don't forget about Kenobs. Can are they? Is that a f- trilogy? No, uh, Disney Plus series. Oh, really? With Evan McDonald is back. See, I I heard he was up for it, but I never heard anything that they're officially doing an Obi. Uh, yes, I can't remember when they announced it, but I'm sure we talked about it. Because I, I thought also that I saw um, Qui-Gon was, uh, you know, open to doing that again. That'd be fucking awesome if he was. Yeah. that's It, it brought me back to, like, the Young Jedi series that I read as a kid because it was Obi and Qui running around. Right? Um, say that one more time. I was looking up an article about this. The, the Young Jedi series. Oh, that's Legends. I know, but it, that, it was about Obi and Qui-Gon running around doing badass things. Yeah, but that was when Obi-Wan was a kid. I'm fine with that. They can't do that now. Qui-Gon's like 70. You underestimate the sauciness. going to have to do time travel. Um, yeah, they announced this at D23, which is when we saw the first trailer. or the Sorry, the second teaser for episode nine. Um, we'll start shooting in 2020. Uh, Disney Plus Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Start, start shooting in 2020. So we got... What do we got coming out next year? Cassian Andor, and then maybe the second. So that'd be 2020. 
And yeah, then, I'm sure. Yeah, Cassian's probably next year, and Obi Wan's the year after. Well, they're going to be start shooting it in 2021. You said I thought 2020 they start shooting. Oh, well, maybe um, the way I'm reading it is we'll have Cassian Andor next year, then we'll have the second season of Mando, then probably Obi, or maybe they'll yeah, start but, overlapping in this shit. I don't know. Yeah, I was just going to say now. That's the most interesting thing to me is going to be celebration next year. Now that the saga is over, because um, I wonder how quickly they're going to be coming out with new stuff when there's no feature films for a three-year gap because they very well could have like a season of three different shows each year so like throughout the course of a year you're going to get three different seasons Mm -hmm. um yeah the future is bright i would reckon yeah we'll see it you know seemingly even though we said it wasn't the greatest thing ever uh, it's uh the mandalorian on a general consensus seems to be doing well in the eyes of the fans i haven't heard too many people shitting on it so yeah which is, which is good but you know i'd like to see some uh, craziness you know i want to see some goodness this is a huge thing i don't know i swear we talked about this but as i'm saying as i'm reading this article maybe we didn't but i just the magnitude of how awesome that is that human mcgregor's coming back to be obi-wan kenobi for a fucking live action star wars show that's amazing yeah, I wonder who what's in a wonder ball. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> I, well, I think Qui-Gon will be back, though, because, I mean, what was he doing on Tatooine after Luke dropped off? That's He's the probably timeline. sitting there learning to commune with the Force. Yeah, I guarantee you that's the timeline. It's going to be him protecting Luke, and he's probably going to have to do some off-world stuff, and he's got to get back as soon as possible to make sure the kid's okay. Um. You know, maybe he even, you know, makes contact with uh, Luke's aunt and uncle at some point, you know, and says, you know, you need to do this and this and keep them away from everything and and try to warn them in different ways. And he maybe even say, you know, don't don't let them know about me. You know, there's got to be a time about, you know, to all this. Yeah. You know, we don't want them asking questions, you know, too young. Yeah, I mean, the uh, the actors from uh, Attack of the Clones that played Baru and Owen could definitely be back. Yeah, um, and I'd be fine with, with them. That'd be cool. Yeah, and even maybe if we see like a little kid Luke. Who knows? Um, it looks like it's being directed by Deborah Chow, who is the um, the director that did episode three of The Mandalorian, which is everybody's current favorite. So that's pretty cool. Cool. I totally forgot about that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was legitness. Star Wars. <laughs> no, All right, guys. We're going to wrap this shit up. We quick little episode for you before the Star Wars comes out. A quick little episode. Isn't another hour and a half one? <laughs> Our shit. Like oh, an hour five. Yeah. All right. Shorter than normal, I guess. We can keep rambling about nothing for an extra 20 minutes if you feel like it. Probably not. I don't want to. I'm sick. I'm going to go sleep. Might even order a goddamn pizza or something. I'm God, up in the so good. Cleveland area. I don't know what's up here. Romeo's, isn't there? Ooh. There should be Romeo's up there, yeah. Marcos is good. Who's Marcos? Marcos. Good day, Galaxy World Wonder Podcast. Next time you hear from us, it's uh we're gonna be talking about some shit. You you okay. can, you better believe, baby. Episode nine reaction time, baby. Woo. Yeah, uh, we'll try to get that out as soon as possible. It's gonna be a very long week. Uh, and weekend we're gonna see it a couple times um 
Yeah, well, we'll if we have time, we'll try to shove in a, at least a quick maybe hour episode, maybe with uh, Lord Kerner or something, and get our thoughts and reactions to it. Yeah, so. definitely. So, good day, Galaxy. Rooks watch the podcast. Do it. Pew!